Hi there, and welcome to the Kingdom Sexuality Podcast. We're Paris and Alana, friends who have a heart for intimacy and long to uncover God's truth and design for sexual freedom within marriage. Welcome here. So welcome back to the Kingdom Sexuality Podcast. Um, This episode is looking different than a normal episode because we have... Kyler and Britt from Love Your First Year going through some of the questions that you guys sent in um, directed more towards men. So um, Britt is going to be asking Kyler these questions and he is going to answer them. So um, they did a fantastic job and I can't wait for you guys to hear it and hopefully we'll hear from them more. So enjoy. Okay, Kai, I'm going to ask you a few questions about sex and marriage. Most of these questions are just common questions that I know we get on our page, Um, and I know that Paris and Alana have gotten a lot of the same similar questions. Mm -hmm. Um, Are you ready? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Okay, let's start with the first question. My husband expects me to initiate sex even though I'm not confident in this area. Help. This is a good one. I think that this is probably a common desire, I guess, that many men have, and I, I don't think... We've talked about this before in the past. I think a lot of it just comes back to the fact that like guys just simply want to see their wife maybe in a different situation and scenario than what they traditionally are. So like if your relationship sees um, him initiating, he probably just wants to see the flip side of that. So I think that even if you're not confident in that area or even if you're not, um, you're not like used to it, I don't think it has to be this big, crazy thing, right? Like you know, go and share your feelings with him. Hey, I want to, you know, take you upstairs, right? (laughs) Or like whatever, (laughs) take you to the bedroom, right? It doesn't have to be anything. It doesn't have to be anything crazy. And just know that, um, from a guy's perspective, we appreciate the, I guess the effort or the initiation. It doesn't have to be like some big, huge, like planned out event. Yeah. 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 I like that. I think that, I think that makes a lot of sense because it's, I think people, I think a lot of women expect that, um, just that it's like like you said like this big thing Mm -hmm. like oh i have to make a big ordeal about it and really it's not it's just like making your husband like feel desired and Mm -hmm. i think that that's really yeah i think i i really think that's what it is i hadn't thought about it that way but i think it's the desire like it's i i want you to know that i'm i'm interested in being intimate with you yeah and i want to show you that by initiating yeah i think that's i think that's a good way to think about it yeah cool all right um question number two on the flip side, my husband won't initiate sex. How do I encourage him? Hmm. This is this is an interesting question. So if you are in this situation, I would say more than likely your husband is probably, just like the first question, feeling really unconfident in this area. So I think there are probably a few different things that you could do uh, as a as a wife, I guess. First is that you could just initiate yourself. Like I, I think people think that like sex has to be like the same kind of thing or that like the guy always initiates or whatever, like it involves both of you. So really like both of you can initiate. So if he's not initiating and he doesn't feel comfortable doing that or whatever, just feel free to do it. Like you can, you can initiate as well. 
Two, I would say like, try to maybe understand like why that is. Does he not feel confident? Does he not want to hurt you? Does he feel like you're not interested? Like that might be something he doesn't want to push the issue because he feels like you're not interested. So um, there's kind of a lot of uh, different ways that you can go about it. And then lastly, I would just say really, uh, we're we're big on this when we're talking to engaged couples, but I would really like encourage and praise him when he does initiate. Like, I think that men are very simple creatures, right? (laughs) And so if, uh, you know, if I do something that's out of my comfort zone and I'm doing it for my wife and she's like, wow, I like really liked that you did that. Or like, I really feel love that you did that. Um, it makes it way easier for me to do it in the future because I feel more confident. I feel encouraged, uh, by, by my wife. So that's what I would say is like, if he does initiate, um, I would just encourage him that like, Hey, I really like that you initiated last night or yesterday or, or whatever. Um, and I would imagine that you'll see him doing that more often in the future. Yeah. I like that a lot too. I think, I think like Kyler said too, it's, it's so important to encourage each other and especially encourage like for us ladies to encourage our husbands, um, just in every area, like, Oh wow. Like that was so, that was, I felt really love that you, you know, like did the laundry or I felt really love that you did this and that makes mm-hmm. him want to do it more. But if you, um, tear him down every time it's, he's not going to want to do it again. Yeah. So yeah. Cool. And we'll, we'll get to this in a little bit, sort of, and this isn't really on this list of questions, but we hear, you know, like, I guess we see it a little bit. We're mostly working with engaged couples who aren't currently having sex. So it's a little bit different, but it's, it's always interesting to me to hear, like, oh, I don't, my, my husband isn't good at sex or like, we don't know what we're doing or whatever. And it's like, one of the coolest parts about being married is that you can communicate with each other. Right. So like that encouragement isn't just like getting you to the bedroom. Like it's also like something that you can use like in your sexual uh, time together. It's like, Hey, this is what I like. This is what I don't like. Or I really like that you did this. Or I don't like that you did that. Right. And it's just a great opportunity to be able to grow in that communication. Yes, exactly. Okay. Um, the next question, Ooh, this is a good one. Helpful ways to tackle sexual temptation during dating and engagement. Yeah. What do you think? This is a big topic. <laughs> <laughs> That's a tough one. Um, first of all, if you're listening to this and you are engaged, we are, we're just like so proud of you for being here and like listening to this and like prioritizing your marriage and preparing for marriage well mm-hmm. um you are gonna have a great marriage like just we want to like confidently say that second is that god desires for you to have a good sex life right like i want you to hear me when we're saying that like i think engaged couples view sex as like this off limits like really kind of elusive type thing and while it is true that god does tell us to wait until marriage to have sex that's because sex is good and that God designed sex. And because of that, he sets the boundaries that will protect us, right? So first of all, I want you just to reframe your thinking on that, that sex is not like, oh, we just got to like avoid doing these things and more like, no, this is when God has appointed us to be able to have sex. And that's inside of the boundaries of marriage. So I think when you think about it that way, that's helpful. Um, Second, I would just say like the closer you get to marriage, the probably the more tempted you're going to be to be sexually intimate, right? So as you get closer to marriage, whether you're newly engaged, seriously dating or whatever, I think it's really important to set those boundaries in in place, right? So those are things like, hey, we're not going to uh, do more than just kissing, right? Or we aren't going to um, 
you know, be together at home with no one else there or whatever those things um, might need to be. And it's hard guys. Like, please know, like we were engaged. We had an 11 month engagement, which is like a pretty good amount of time. Mm -hmm. And it's not, it's not easy, like for sure. So um, I would just say like, just change your thinking a little bit on that topic. And then second, make sure that you have clear boundaries and accountability and people who can who can help you. Um, we have a, a blog on our website um, called How Far Is Too Far. If you just go to our website, loveyourfirstyear.com and, and search that in the blog section that talks about um, that that topic, I guess, yeah. like how to deal with temptation and then also just gives you like a helpful kind of tool for um, setting setting those boundaries. Yeah. Yeah. As you can imagine, this is a question that we get a lot. Yeah. So. Yeah. You're not alone if you're thinking that. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't that doesn't make it any easier either. Yeah. So, um yeah, we're just super proud of you for uh being here and and just preparing for marriage well. Yes. Okay. Next question. How can we prioritize our sex life as godly but very sexually naive people? Yeah. This is interesting because I think that many Christians uh who are coming into marriage who are not who haven't had sex before like i i just i think that they think that sex has to again like we mentioned like be this big like event and you got to do the these things in this position and that position and do this and that and this and that and, like i think one of the beautiful parts of like sex being designed inside of marriage is that it's the two of you can figure it out and make it whatever you want it to be right so i hate that like society and like you know Hollywood and whatever else has made sex like into something that feels a little bit more transactional in nature. Yeah. And I think that's probably at the heart of what this is. Like you can prioritize your sex life w- and still have no idea what you're doing. Right. Yeah. So like, don't feel like you have to like have it all figured out. Don't feel like you have to know all the answers. Like I, I would say like, just you've got time, right. You've got like an, an entire lifetime to figure it out. And so I would just say, focus on serving each other and don't really worry about the rest. Like, communicate and and serve each other and the rest will will fall in place yeah yeah that's good um okay next question we married as virgins and find what turns finding what turns my husband on is difficult yeah thoughts yeah (laughs) i think that this goes back to what i just mentioned right like it's communication yes it's um just trying new things right and just asking each other like you'll figure it out as you go right so don't worry too much about um having to have it all well i think in like just yeah like you said open communication and just like i think as a wife too like telling your husband like what you enjoy too can Mm -hmm. kind of encourage him to feel like more open in that conversation as well so if you're if you're kind of leading by example in that area then he can also feel comfortable and um confident enough to share with you you know the things that maybe he likes yeah so for sure and i would say also like taking cues like while you're being intimate is important like oh this is something that like he seems to be enjoying or this is something she seems to be enjoying is like I think is important. Um, and then you can, you know, unpack that later or, or whatever. Cause sometimes I know talking about sex can be, can be uncomfortable. Um, but I would say, yeah, I think that important, that communication is going to be important and just, um, not worrying too much about, you know, everything else, like just talk to each other and figure out what, um, the both of you like. Yeah. Good. Um, okay. How do I not feel frustrated when my wife 
isn't in the mood or just says no when I want to have sex. I would imagine this is probably a really common challenge yeah. for marriages. Or for right? anyone who, yeah. I think a lot of times we think like, oh, the wife has, you know, the lower sex drive. But I yeah. think that it's important to like include too that there are a lot of couples there that where it's flipped too. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I think that most of the time sex drive isn't matched. So yeah, yeah just want to make that clear. Yeah. I mean, obviously like, uh, I, I don't have the numbers right in front of me, but I think men traditionally have a higher sex drive. I think it's like 70% of men will have a higher sex drive than women. But I, but that means that 30% of the time women will, the wife will have a higher sex drive than her husband. Right. So I think this question probably goes, goes both ways. I, what I would say, and this is what like, I think probably is a couple to couple thing. Like it just depends on, on your relationship a little bit more. I think a lot of times when one partner wants to, unless there's just a very completely different mismatch in sex drive, like really high and really low, which is like a little bit more abnormal. I think that uh, when this happens, it's typically because one or one of you or the other is not doing a great job of um, loving and serving your spouse outside of intimacy. And that might be a little bit harsh, I guess, but I would just say like, uh, this might be a weird way to think about it, but like foreplay doesn't just begin like when you're being intimate, right? Like you can serve your spouse in the morning and you can send sweet texts and you can be thoughtful. Right. And I think that when you do that, your spouse will reciprocate that feeling. So, and then first of all, or the, the next part of that is like, you are not entitled to have sex whenever you want inside of marriage. Yeah. Like your wife owes you nothing. And so, like, just because you want to have sex doesn't mean that she needs to have sex with you, right? So, obviously, like, there needs to be some communication there. But I would say, like, if you're, you know, have a high sex drive or whatever and you want to have sex and she doesn't, maybe that's okay for that night, right? <laughs> like, you know, let's let's revisit the conversation um, at, an, at another time. So, I would just say, like, if you're a guy and this is the situation – um, one, express your feelings to your, to your spouse. I think you can start there. Like, Hey, I'm, I like having sex with you and I'm interested in this. Like what's helpful for, for me to initiate that with you. And then two, like if she says no, or I'm tired or whatever, like, okay, then try, try Let's try again another time. And then third, I would just say living a life of like service and building intimacy. That's not inherently sexual. Are you still dating your wife? Are you pursuing your wife? Like I would say, at least for us, that if I'm doing those things, then like intimacy just is the natural response yeah. for our relationship. Well, and while you were talking about that, I was thinking of like, I think it goes back to mutual submission too, where it's just like, you know, maybe, maybe he wants to, you know, have sex and she wants to like go to bed or whatever, right. you know, I think it's like kind of a give and take too, like are you just wanting to go to bed because you just want to go to bed or are you, is this a way that you can love and serve your husband? Um, you know, and vice versa too. Like maybe if, if it's flipped, is this a way that you can love and serve your wife? Like, Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I think it, I think it just goes back to mutual submission and, um, yeah, just kind of communicating what's going on. So, Mm -hmm. well, and then like, this might be a little personal, but like, I would also say like defining like if one of you is interested in sex and the other one's like, oh, I don't really want to like um, define like what you're looking for, I guess, in that moment. Like, is it like, okay, I don't want to like, 
like I'm up for a quickie, for instance, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like something like that. Like, what's that? Are you able to like define like what you're actually looking for, what you're comfortable doing together as a couple or, you know, I don't know, like what that, what makes sense for, for you in that moment. But yeah, I would just say focus on serving, serving your wife, serving your spouse and, um, just never stop dating and, and pursuing her. And I think intimacy will, will naturally follow. Yeah. So that's good. Cool. Thanks. These are great questions, Brett. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I could be today's host. <laughs> All right. Thanks guys. Wasn't that so incredible? It's so great to have a male's perspective on some of these questions. So um, we hope you enjoyed that and be sure to give them a follow. Um, love your first year on Instagram. They have some incredible premarital stuff. Um, those of you who listen, who are engaged, um, their content is more geared towards you and how you can enjoy your first year of marriage and just make it an incredible one. So be sure to check them out and we'll see you guys in the next episode. Hey friends, thank you so much for hanging out with us as we dive deeper into meaningful, godly intimacy, tackle the hard questions and embrace the truth while we're at it. We're also on Instagram at Kingdom Sexuality. You'll find our Instagram handle below in the show notes, where you'll also see any other resource links we may have mentioned in today's episode. As always, our hearts are to cultivate deep community and freedom with you guys. And we cannot wait to continue this journey alongside you. We'll see you in the next episode.